0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Dorinda Wilson podcast. I'm Dorinda Wilson, wife to one, mom to eight, Nana to nine, and 26-year veteran homeschooling mom. I'm also the author of The Unhurried Homeschooler, a simple, mercifully short book on homeschooling. It's only 58 pages, less than a two-hour read. I encourage you to check that out. Unhurried Grace for a Mom's Heart, which is a 31-day devotional written specifically for homeschool moms. And The 4-Hour School Day, how you and your kids can thrive in the homeschool life. And it's almost like an expansion of The Unhurried Homeschooler. So if you've read The Unhurried Homeschooler, you'll definitely want to read The 4-Hour School Day. You can find all of those books on Amazon. You can find them at my website, DorindaWilson.com. And The 4-Hour School Day can be found those places, but also at pretty much any of your favorite booksellers. So I am really excited that you're here today. We're going to be talking about ways to engage your kids in the Word. Now, a a few weeks ago, I had a conversation with Dr. Kathy Cook about the importance of being in the Word with our kids. And our intention was to follow that up with ways to engage your kids in the Word. Um, And something happened technologically. I don't even remember what, but the recordings didn't work or something. Anyway, so we are... um, Finally, getting back to that and getting that uh, this episode to you because we it's an important one. I think I think you're going to love it. I think you're going to enjoy it. Um, but let me tell you a little bit about Dr. Kathy Cook. She is the founder of Celebrate Kids of Fort Worth, Fort Worth, Texas. She has influenced thousands of parents, teachers, and children in 30 countries through keynote messages, seminars, chapels, banquet talks, and other events. She's a regular speaker for Teach Them Diligently, Care Net, Summit Ministries, and the Colson Center. She is also a popular guest on Focus on the Family Radio, a recurring expert on The Water Cooler with David Brody on America's Voice, and she's featured in Kirk Cameron's documentaries. One is called Connect, and the other just came out recently. It's called The Homeschool Awakening, which I haven't had a chance to see yet, but I am excited about seeing that. She's also published five books with Moody Publishers. Her sixth will be published in August, And now she's writing her seventh. She earned a PhD in reading and educational psychology from Purdue University. She has loved Jesus for years, and her faith and desire to serve and glorify God is the foundation of her ministry. And let me tell you, that is a fact. Kathy, welcome. I'm so glad you're here.
1: I'm so glad to be here. Thank you so much. It was fun to listen to you read that, because you read that with great compassion and passion. I enjoyed that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) A little read aloud for everybody. (laughs) Well, if you might notice that Kathy's voice is just a little bit um, weak. Um she's done a ton of speaking and she is uh you know just that that voice is just not quite it's not quite there and so um bear with us today. I we really just we really wanted to get this podcast out to you this particular episode. So we are plowing forward and uh doing this for the glory of God and uh so Kathy, we talked about uh the the importance of being in the word and the lab episode. But today, we want to talk about ways you can engage your kids in the Word. Now, I remember in the last episode, I talked about our our family Bible reading, how we just kind of did it every night at dinner time because that's when, you know, the crew, the eight kids were all there. And once they leave the table, it's like herding cats to get them back. (laughs) So as they're finishing up their meal, we'd pull out the Bible. And um, We tried to be as consistent as we could with that, but we fell off the wagon regularly. Um, What ended up happening was we would sometimes have days or even weeks, embarrassingly enough, where we weren't in the word. And I would remember, oh my gosh, how did we get out of that habit so quickly? We need to go back. And this happened over and over and over again. And as the years progressed, I started to think, should I just give up? Because... (laughs) this is crazy. I keep, I felt like such a failure. And yet I just felt like the Lord is like, just keep your hand to the plow, go back, go back, go back. And I, and I, and I, because of what I know about God's word and that we talked about in the first podcast, um, I shared a lot of that there. I thought this is important. You know, God says his words, these aren't just words, they are your life. And I would remind my kids of that. So we would go back to it again, but funny story. Now, Almost all of them, seven out of the eight are adults and their version of that picture and that, that particular situation was that we sat down every single day. Night. I love that. And and we're in the Word. And I was like, oh, Lord, thank you for your grace and mercy. <laughs> I was like, I'm glad you think that, but that actually isn't true. So when you're a parent and, you know, you fall off the wagon, just remember, it's just about getting back on. So yes. that was our experience with that. And we also talked about modeling to our children that God's Word is the final authority. So when we make Scripture reading and we make being in the Word and understanding it um, important, we are saying, um, this is a priority and in God's word is the final authority. And, and then, and that by being in it is, is, is actually really important. And we do it by example. Um, you know, not, not do as I say, what is my, what did my dad used to say? Do as I say, not as I do. Mm -hmm. Like that is very poor parenting. He was totally kidding, but (laughs) I laugh about that. But anyway, um, we want to set that example for our kids. And that takes commitment and it takes discipline. And sometimes it really requires us to, you know, um, to find tools that can be helpful, you know, or or better yet. This is what I feel like God does. He brings tools along. As we need them. And so you don't have to go ferreting all of them out. You know, if you have something specific you're looking for, totally get it. But I have always felt like, you know, Lord, if you want us to do something outside of just reading the scripture, would you just bring these things along? And so, Today, we're bringing you one of those tools that we think is going to be super helpful for your family. Um, And Kathy, because you're passionate about the value of children, but you're also passionate about the value of knowing God's word, you've recently been part of a project where both of these passions come together. It's a wonderful new resource called the Picture Smart Bible. So tell us a little bit about this project and how it came into being. I would love to, but if you don't mind, I'm going to back up for a
1: second. Sure. You know, there's two things that you've communicated to your listeners that I just want to kind of um, emphasize. I love the fact that we can be resilient in our relationship with God. You know, for anybody listening who has forgotten to pray for a while or has stopped going to church for a while or hasn't served in a while or given in a while or read the Bible in a while, God understands that. And what Mm -hmm. he wants is that we would be drawn closer does he love regular? Absolutely. Is it good for us? Of course it is. But isn't it precious that we can go back to him with a new commitment to being devoted to the things that God would want us to be devoted to? Because I I know what I know, Jorinda. When you went back to the word of God with your family, you did not feel judged by him. You did not feel shamed, no. right? You felt the joy yeah. of the Lord when you went back into that routine. So I love that you encourage people that it's okay to not... Not give up and feel like you can't go back and start over. Yes, we can right,
0: right. and And you're not you starting from square one. you've you've laid some things already in the past. You've probably been in the word with your kids before. Obviously, you know, we were in the word with our kids. But then there's that gap, you know, and it's like, okay, we're going to we're going to dive back in and we're going to pick up here and keep moving forward. So yeah, I love that, Kathy. Thank you for and that.
1: One of the things that you said, too, that I want to reinforce because it's the power of the word, is the authority. We have children today, mm-hmm. young adults, questioning authority, wondering if authority is necessary, trying to be in charge of their own lives because authority has mm-hmm. failed them. And so the word of God is authority for the believer. It is life. It is love. It is everything. And one of the reasons to go to the word regularly with our children, in addition to that idea that we're presenting that we mature adults, right, we have authority, It's to show that the word of God is relevant. You know, it won't show you which brand of refrigerator to buy. It won't teach you which state park to visit this summer. But it is full of relevant wisdom for living in this chaotic culture with messy people. And I love that when we're with the word and in the word regularly, I mean, the the word is alive, right? We we know from scripture it's alive. And how many of us have read a verse that we've read many times or a chapter we've read many times, a psalm perhaps, and all of a sudden there's something new there because we're new when we read it. Right. We're in a new situation. Right. And so right. when we're regularly in the word, the children discover its relevance. And if they don't believe it's relevant, they're not going to be nearly as motivated to stay with it.
0: Right, exactly. Yeah, they will drop that really quickly, um, especially if they think like it's another curriculum subject. Right. You know, that's that's something that I really wanted. I wanted to keep that sort of separate. For me, that was, that was just something I had on my heart to do. Not every parent does this and I understand that. Mm -hmm. Um, but for me, I wanted to keep that, that separate from our actual homeschooling because I wanted my kids to say, this is, this is life. This is the, the scripture is part of your life. It's not part of your education that you're going to, you know, get your diploma and be done doing, you know, Um, workbooks and things like that. Um, So anyway, yeah, yeah, it it was just a good, that worked well for me. Like I said, not every parent does that. And a lot of people do it as part of their homeschooling. And that's wonderful. (laughs) You need to do what works for you. But that worked really well for us.
1: Well, and one of the things I like about that, of course, is that the dad or the non-homeschooling parent is able to be involved. So the picture smart Bible that we're going to be talking about is an example of that. A family can use it as part of their homeschool morning. It could be devotions Mm -hmm. for any family. Mm -hmm. I know of many families who use the Picture Smart Bible in the evenings and on a Saturday morning so that both mm-hmm. of the parents can be involved with all of the children. Right, right. and that that's valuable too. So but it, again, we have freedom, and that's one of the blessings of that's right. of the scripture and of course of homeschooling in particular. So the Picture Smart Bible or the Picture Smart Bible Junior, which is for younger children, are designed for us to discover the main themes of every book of the Bible. And we do that by drawing the main events, people, and places that are in that book of the Bible. So rather than verses, and frankly, rather than isolated verses taken out of um, context, Mm -hmm. and I said that with a smile on my face, and individual verses have great power, of course, but the purpose of the Picture Smart Bible is to help all of us get a biblical worldview to understand what is the uniqueness of that book of the Bible. Why are there four gospels? What is different about you know Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John? Why is there you know a first and second Thessalonians? How are Philippians and Galatians similar and different when they were penned through the Holy Spirit and the gift of Paul? So it's it's exciting to me because it's kind of a big picture. It's the main theme, and what's fun is you draw your way through it, and you don't have to be an illustrator, as you know from seeing it, Down, It's drawn for you. Um, Mm. Dan Peters is the man who developed this Bible. He's a former uh, Christian school educator who was appalled at the lack of wisdom and knowledge his students had. And he began teaching at chapel forever ago, drawing with an old-fashioned overhead projector and transparencies, the main Mm. people, events, and places in each book, and developed a very, very beautiful picture for each book of the Bible. And then we took it over because Dan is in his mid-80s and wanted to get off the road and wanted to develop more. Because sure. the Spirit is still downloading ideas to him, which is mm-hmm. so cool. Um, so you don't have to be an illustrator because it's all drawn mm-hmm. for you. And you don't have to be a theologian because the Bible includes a script. In fact, what we call the Picture Smart Bible is actually a script that you read while you and your children draw or color in and fill in the picture that is a part of the participant sheets that you get.
0: Mm, so it's very intuitive.
1: It, it is. It's, it's not hard. Intuitive mm. is a good word. What I, what I appreciate is there's so many moms and dads who have told us, and I'm sure you as well, Dorinda, that they don't feel secure in the teaching of the Bible to their children. Right. They maybe right. don't feel like they know enough. And there are certain devotional books that maybe a dad wants to lead a family to, but he doesn't feel secure and being able to answer a kid's question. So then dad doesn't Mm -hmm. do anything. I understand that, but I'm sad about Mm -hmm. that. Because, you Mm -hmm. know, especially in homeschooling, isn't one of the benefits that you learn along with your kids. So you learn about Shakespeare, and you learn about economic principles, and you you relearn about all the major bodies of water in North America. You don't have to know it all when you teach. You just have to love learning and teaching. And the same thing is true with the scripture. We can all open, you know, the book of... or or the book of Genesis and discover things together because the script allows you to read the key ideas and to direct your children's attention to what part of the picture they're going to fill in or color in so that at the end, you have this beautiful summary of every book of the
0: Bible. That is so amazing. And what a gift to give our kids is that flyover of of the scripture because what we're doing is we're giving them Little dots, and eventually, depending on you know if they're if they're younger, it's going to happen a little bit later. They're going to start making those connections. So you're really like planting seeds, is what you're doing by by using this. Um, <laughs> you're just putting a little bit of um, just just enough info, not too much information, but just enough that um, they can actually take it in. And like I said, down the road as they as their mind develop their brain develops more and um, they get older, they can really start to make those connections. And but it's really surprising to me how early kids can make connections. yes, um yeah. in in the thing that I was as you were talking about, you know, like, well, I don't feel qualified to, you know be teaching my kids the Bible. The verse that came to mind was basically the one that talks about coming as a child. Like that is what God tells us to do. We humble ourselves and we come as a child waiting to learn. So yes, we get down there with our kids and we learn right alongside of them. And you know what? They love that. Yes, They love that. And so it's a wonderful way to have, you know, this, this quality time with them. Around something that is absolutely essential in our Christian lives and in their Christian lives as they, you know, become adults and all that. Um, but then the cool thing is, you have these, 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 you know, uh, connections that you've made. And then as you go out and you live life together, you're at the grocery store, or you know, some problem comes up at home, you can reference the, you know, the things that you're learning together. So it gives you sort of a a jumping off point for that. It also gives you a jumping off point for wonderful conversations with our kids, because you know how kids are. Um, They ask the darndest questions. Uh, And, you know, my response was, (laughs) if they don't, if they don't, if I don't know the answer, I would always be like, "Wow, that's a really good question." I don't know the answer to that, but let's let's figure this out together. Exactly. And yeah. and, and what a wonderful journey to have with your kids.
1: Well, and what a, what a wonderful way to model enthusiasm about the Word of God. You know, mm-hmm. to to the pictures. Like, I'm not very picture smart. Anyone who's heard me speak knows that. I don't think with my eyes. I don't remember the things that I see. I don't typically enjoy fiction, believe it or not, because I don't. Mm-hmm. see the action come alive in my mind. And so mm-hmm. I I originally thought I probably won't be good at or enjoy this bible. Well first mm-hmm. of all, it doesn't matter to be good at. I mean anybody can color. And coloring is right. relaxing for just about anybody from 8 to 88. And what's mm-hmm. interesting about this because I don't naturally think in pictures. This activates a part of my brain that I don't naturally use on my own. So my memory for the truth of the book of the bible Is enhanced and it lasts Mm. a long time because I have the words that were read to me in the script or the words that I read to myself if I'm even doing it on my own. I have the logic smart activated because there's um, questions and answers and common sense thinking that goes along with it, of course. But I also have the picture smart part of my brain activated. And so, for instance, the book of John is kind of known as the I am book. I am the bread of life. And one of the things that's prominent on the picture that you draw. Or fill in for the book of John is a slice of bread. And so mm. I remember a child, Dorinda, who was coloring the piece of bread, not with a white crayon, but with a tan colored, brown-colored crayon, and then took out a darker brown and a and a black and was adding something to the piece of bread. And his mom is like, What are you doing? And he said, Mommy, I'm adding all those seeds and things because Jesus isn't white bread. Jesus <laughs> is Healthy wheat bread, isn't that fabulous? Uh-huh.
0: I, mean, I love that. I love that. I think oh, every person goodness. at
1: that table will always remember Jesus mm-hmm. is the bread of life, but He's nutrition. He's healthy bread, mm-hmm. right? And um, mm-hmm. gluten free. You know, he's, he, right. is, he is what you need Him to be. And so mm-hmm. the the pictures coming alive um, just activates a joy. And something really different uh, for for me and for so many others. It really, I'm so honored that the Lord would trust Celebrate Kids with this product. I'm so grateful for Dan Peters and his respect. And um, yeah, it's fun. It's engaging. Um, it lasts a long time. You know, you were talking about connections. And one of the things that I, you know, the Bible is, what is that 66 independent books. Mm-hmm. But they're not independent. There's a dependency. But as an mm-hmm. example, in the Old Testament, God is, is often referred to as the cloud. So whenever God is prominent in a book, which, of course, is every book, there's a cloud that you fill in. You don't have to draw it. It's already drawn for you. You just color it in. In the Old Testament, Jesus is in every book. Jesus is a prophesied, if you will, mentioned in every book.
0: Yeah, that is absolutely right. Um, I think a lot of people think, well, Jesus was just the New Testament. Jesus. Right. Um but no because everything pointed to him throughout right. the Old Testament. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So and what that's, Dan, a, that's a what wonderful Dan, thing to know.
1: Yeah, and what Dan does is in every Old Testament book he uses a starburst as the as the Jesus verse. So, you would color in a starburst. And so what I've what I've watched children do is when mom or dad or an older sibling says Hey, let's do Leviticus or let's do Joshua or let's do, you know, whatever on Nehemiah. Um, They turn to that page and they look first for the starburst. Is Jesus Mm. in this book too? And if they color the starburst like a bright yellow and orange, like a sun in every book, then every time you open that, you're reminded that Jesus is and he was and he, you know, forever will be. So there are those. Those subtle things that were brilliantly captured by Dan Mm -hmm. through the gift of the Spirit. And again, really appreciate a chance to talk with you about it. Because you and I know the Bible matters. The word of God matters. The truth transforms.
0: Mm -hmm. It absolutely does. And we want to pass that on to our children. We want to pass our faith on to our children. And it starts by... Being in the Word with them, yep. um, Kathy. I appreciate you sharing um, this particular resource. Can you can you tell uh, the moms what you're offering today? Yes, because we have a really good
1: deal. Um, the mm-hmm. website for this Bible is picturesmartbible.com. So that's not hard to remember. Picturesmartbible.com, and you can go and you can look at the Picture Smart Bible Junior, which I usually recommend for children who are maybe 10 and under, eight and under, mm-hmm. 10 and it depends upon mm-hmm. biblical maturity and how many siblings and ages there are because you can all sure. use the Bible and go slower or you can all use the junior and go faster. It's totally up mm-hmm. to you. But look mm-hmm. for the Bible, look for the pictures of our Bible, junior. And if you enter the word Dorinda in the um, coupon code box when you check out, we're offering your listeners the Bible for only $99. It's usually 149 so, because we value you and the work that you're doing for the kingdom, we would love to discount the Bible for any of your purchasers who remember to put in your name, Dorinda, in the, in the box when you check out, and you'll get to buy the Bible for $99. That's either the Picture Smart Bible Jr. or the Picture Smart Bible. And, Dorinda, that Bible comes with one set of participant sheets. You will need a set for every person in your family who's going to want to draw the Bible. So if there's mom and dad and two kids, you would need four, but it comes with one. So you'll need to buy an additional three sets, and those are $20 a piece. So Mm -hmm. people do need to remember when they purchase it to think through how many people, and what about grandparents? I know of many grandparents Mm -hmm. who do this with grandchildren. So think about how many you want to purchase. They come bound in in a very nice book so that your children can keep the Bible together forever and ever.
0: So, I mean, I I think the moms would might be wondering how long would would this this last? Right. If you were doing it on a regular basis, do you have any any? Can you give them any idea of how long uh, they could use this before they were done with it? Right.
1: That's a great question. I'm glad you asked it. I know of families who have used it for 10 years
0: um, because dads had it around
1: forever. Um, You know, just like any Bible, you don't have to read it in order. So, what I usually Mm -hmm. recommend is. For instance, you could use. Let me think. You could read the book of Luke in December mm-hmm. because it's a mm-hmm. big picture understanding of the book of Luke. So maybe you start okay. that on the first the first day of December and you take the whole month to maybe go through it mm-hmm. and go slow enough. There are some review and application questions you can use. You could do the book of a Luke for Easter or no Luke for Christmas. Maybe John for Easter. You could do the book of Esther when you're talking with your children about being courageous. Mm-hmm. You know or. Um, Moses for, you know, patience and um, God's long-suffering perseverance with us. Um, So you could think about, are there character traits you want to develop in your kids? Maybe your church. is My church right now, our pastor is going through the book of Philippians in a beautiful series called Unstoppable Joy. What if everybody in our life groups and in our families would have done the pictures from our Bible, Philippians, in the two weeks prior to his beginning the teaching? Mm-hmm. We would have all had that big picture understanding of right. the book of right. Philippians. And so there's a lot of creative ways. I think some of the smaller books you could probably do in a week of, you know, five days of
0: mm-hmm. you
1: know, twenty or thirty minutes each. Sure. Other sure. books, I mean, Genesis, frankly, has a lot in it. Um, so mm-hmm. do many other mm-hmm. books. And but isn't it beautiful, my friend, there's no hurry. Uh, no. What we want no. is for um the word to be relevant and understood. So um no hurry. At the same time I respect your question. How many minutes a day am I sitting at the table doing this? How interested yeah. are your kids? Maybe one day it's twenty. And maybe one, one day it's forty because they really enjoyed discovering more about the history of a passage that they never really understood until right. they saw themselves right. draw it.
0: Right. And in actually I was thinking, okay, so moms are gonna spend, you know, a hundred dollars on the on the Bible and then they're gonna, you know, buy buy maybe some extra copies and And I think the question I was really asking is like, and you did answer it, was just like, how long (sighs) will it last us? Because it's an investment. Yes. And, And, you know, I know for us as a, as a family of 10 on one income, we had to think about those purchases. And so, um, so I love that this is something that you can just, it it sounds like it could last a very, very long time, which I think is very, very cool because there's not a lot of things out there like that. A lot of things are kind of quick and, you know. Um, and I love that we can take this um, and make that investment with our kids over a long period of time. So I really appreciate,
1: um, I appreciate that because we are looking at budget. So you don't you don't need to think of spending you know 140 or whatever right. it would be. Think about it lasting over several years. So if you're looking at your curriculum right. budget, right? Um, absolutely, yes. it's a great point.
0: Yeah. And you can just kind of like, okay, if this is going to last several years, this is really only costing this much per year. Right, right, right. <laughs> And, uh, and that's a wonderful thing. So, um, so Kathy, thank you for coming on. Thank you for sharing this, um, this wonderful tool. I really appreciate it.
1: Well, I appreciate you and your support and I mean, your love for the word, uh, you and Daryl and the mm. kids are just shines. So, uh, mm. it's a blessing to be here. I hope your people will take advantage of it. And, uh, they'll be able to reach us if they have any questions. I know you'll put that all in the show notes. Yes. So thank you for yes, all of that. All
0: of the, yes, we'll have, we'll have all the links in the show notes. So you won't have to hunt anything down. We'll make it easy for you. So uh, moms go check out the Picture Smart Bible and or the Picture Smart Bible Jr. Let's pray. Lord, we just thank you so much for your goodness to us. We thank you that we live in a day and age where there are so many great resources, But the best resources are the ones that you bring along and come with good references from people we trust. And so thank you for giving us that today. Thank you for this picture-smart Bible um, that can assist parents, equip them to be in the word with their kids, to engage their kids in the word and learn right alongside them. Thank you, Lord, that we don't have to know everything, that we can lean into you and be a student just like our kids are a student. And so I just pray that every parent out there would just continue to be faithful in investing in their children and passing their faith on to them, um, passing that, that, that love of the word on to their children. Lord, I I pray a blessing over every family. I ask that you would fill their homes with your peace and your presence in Jesus' name, amen.